Akela Kutala is a registered dietitian in Los Angeles, California. She's been on both ends of the dieting spectrum. As a young dancer, she struggled with maintaining a healthy relationship with food and her body. And today she uses the very tools she learned to overcome these struggles to guide lifelong dieters in their journeys to make peace with food and their bodies. Throughout her own journey, she discovered the lack of accessibility to support from professionals dedicated to repairing food-body relationships. Inspired to turn the healthcare narrative away from dieting, she went on to earn her Bachelor of Science in Nutrition and Dietetics from the University of North Florida. Now she works with clients to find food freedom. Michaela believes you can change the world when you change your relationship with food and your body. So great to have you here, Michaela. I'm super excited to get to know you. Tell everyone where they can find you online. Awesome. I'm excited to be here as well. You can find me at food.peace.nutritionist on Instagram. So that's all I have for you right now. (laughs) Yay. That's enough. As we learned from Libby that we can start a business with just an Instagram handle. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So amazing. So I love how clear you are. I mean, your story is amazing and how clear it is. Like you literally went to school already knowing exactly who you wanted to help and how you wanted to help them and what your niche was essentially. That's your way ahead of a lot of us. So can you talk about where you started out versus where you are now? So, okay, here's the thing. I had a hard time was starting only because coming out of my internship, I did not think I could start my own business, my own practice and all that stuff. That was until I saw Libby on Instagram. So I will say that, but um, I started out from zero in March. I started from zero and now I have about eight clients who have been me been with me now for um, about four months and I'm continuing to grow. So That's amazing. Congratulations. That's fast, really, to have eight clients who obviously are doing a great job because they're still with you four months later. Yes, it's nice. It's great to be able to build those relationships and keep them going. Yay. And that's one benefit of owning your own business as opposed to insurance and all those other limitations we have working for someone else telling us how often and how many times we can see someone. Yes, definitely. Impatient was my worst nightmare. Oh, well, okay. We're going to get to that. I want to hear some (laughs) stories about that. So I understand your niche. Let's talk about the type of clients you work with in a little bit more detail. Okay. So typically I work with the lifelong dieter. So she's been dieting since she was nine and from there just doesn't know what to do next because she knows diets don't work and needs help. So that's, that's typically my ideal client. It was funny because there's a lot of food freedom dietitians out there and I struggled to find where I fit with all of them. And there was a little part where I went to, I think I did former dancers. So I tried to niche down to that and I realized that was not a good idea. Libby helped me with that. Thank you, Libby. So I learned that it's okay to be broad as long as you start. Love it. So was that, what was wrong with that niche, the dancers, former dancers? That 
it was hard because a lot of former dancers do not want food freedom. Oh, so you found that just wasn't a pain point for them. Yes. So that was definitely something very interesting that I learned. Very interesting. So you ended up, you really were, are on like the opposite path of most of us. You started with a very, very narrow niche and ended up having to broaden it a little bit, learning that the type of client you were hoping to target didn't actually want what you were offering. Yes, exactly. Interesting. You're backwards from the most of us. <laughs> Yes. And it's because at the end of the day, I know we are all so scared to start and we think, oh, it's too broad. It's too broad. Or, oh, I need to find where I fit. When in reality, you don't need to find where you fit because it's going to change no matter how narrow you are or how broad you are. Very true. And that's, yeah, just get started and you'll start finding your voice, finding who you like to talk to, finding who you like to work with finding who resonates with you. So true. And even though there may be a hundred food freedom dietitians, you're you and you have your own unique way of saying it and teaching it. Exactly. So I hear your niche. And when you describe, you know, that person that started dieting when they were nine years old, I always tell my story that I started dieting when I was in third grade. And so I, that's just something like that being so specific people are going to hear you and say, wow, that was about when I started dieting when I was a child and how ridiculous that is. And so I love like being really clear about who you're serving to the point where you know what age they started dieting is a really great tip. Yes. And the more specific, the better, because those little points, like when you're nine years old, are what you stick with throughout your whole life when you've been a lifelong dieter. So there's no detail too small that you could point out in your ideal client. Absolutely. So, and for those of you listening in the Dietitian Boss program, Libby helps you with worksheets and uh, lots of other ways and verbal assistance and assistance in the group of dietitians and supporters helps you really brainstorm and get super clear on who you're helping, and what they're struggling with. Yes, big time. I cannot thank Micah enough. She helped me so much, and as well as Libby. So I know that through your journey, there are a lot of bumps. There's a lot of limiting beliefs, but they help you get through that and really find who you want to work with. Amazing. So good. So there you were, you had this dream to start your private practice. What actually led you to take action on it? Libby's posts. So I kept seeing her come up and she was just like, you can do this. You can do this. She just kept saying that like the only person holding you back is yourself. And all the stories of all the dietitians who she has helped really inspired me and drove me to take action and put aside what I thought I could do because coming out of my internship, again, clinical story, I didn't think that dietitians really amounted to anything. And that was the limiting belief I had coming out of my internship. And that's what held me back from starting my own practice or my own business. And I just thank you, Libby, for starting her Instagram and inspiring dietitians around the world to start their own businesses and help people. 
There's so much to pull for that from that. Imagine how did that feel? All the work you put into school, finishing your internship, and feeling like dietitians don't amount to anything. That it was. Oh, it was hard because both of my sisters are nurses. And being in an inpatient facility with nurses and watching them save lives and watching them be there, and you're just sitting here writing a, a prescription or like a writing a like prescription for insure and diagnosing malnutrition. Like that's what I felt like I was doing all day. And I was not going to help anyone long term because these people were at the end of their life and they really didn't care what you had to say. Doctors don't care what you have to say. And the dietitians you're working with an inpatient are all complaining about being there for 10 years and not making any money. And that was, that was my inpatient experience. And I, it really made me upset. Cause I, again, you go through all this school, you get so excited and then you get there and you're just like, this is what I have to do for the rest of my life. And it's a scary feeling. Wow. That's so impactful to, to see how that would feel. And, and a lot of us have been there like, what? I did all this work and then this is what my life is going to look like. And it's not to minimize what a clinical dietitian does, but it's when you're someone who wants to make this lasting impact on you went to school because you were inspired about food freedom and helping people stop dieting. And then you realize at work, you get five minutes to help someone who has a chronic condition and doesn't really want to talk to you. Yes, exactly. Which is why right now I do applaud clinical dietitians because they deal with so much and they do amazing. They do help people at the end of the day. And it's amazing that they stick with it and continue to go. Yes. And I recently said, I, <laughs> I hope and pray that what Libby is doing is going to shift the pay scale for dietitians in clinical because they deserve so much more for what they do every day. Exactly. You could not have said that better. <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to pull from that is that you caught Libby on Instagram you mm -hmm. saw her, you didn't sign up right away. You watched, you saw, you started to believe that it was possible, even though you didn't really think it was possible initially. She was there posting and saying, it's possible, it's possible for you, it's possible for you. And then you finally signed up, right, for a call. Yes. And can't we all learn so much from that, that if we just keep showing up and supporting our clients and telling them that their dreams are possible, that they might do the same with us that you did with Libby. Yes, exactly. Because we have, there's the, we all know there's different types of clients and there's different types of people who want to work with you. And I'm a watcher because I like to take my time. There's those people who like to take their time and they will watch and they will see everything you say. And at the end of the day or when it's their time, they will reach out. So true. And that, that's something that's super important because everyone's focused, I think, on numbers and followers and all this. And what's true is you don't need many clients to succeed at private practice, especially virtual when you don't have a lot of overhead. And 
every follower matters. So, and you may have a follower and get frustrated, you know, it's been three months or four months that I've really been posting consistently and I've gained a few followers, but I haven't had any clicks. And then all of a sudden one month, you'll have four people reach out to work with you. And it's because they were following, they were watching, they were waiting just to, for the right time, or maybe it wasn't the right time for them, or they needed to build the you know, like and trust factor and whatever it was, but they were watching. And then all of a sudden I've had people reach out years after they told me they've been following for years. So it just takes time to build and some patience. <laughs> oh, for sure. You're basically building your own little community like your own little family community, whatever you want to call it, that every day you nurture, you give them information, you provide things for them. And no matter what, I always say, this was my thing when I was going through Libby's program was if at the end of the day, I help one person, just one, that's all I need to keep going. That is the best that I say the same thing. It's like, however much work I need to do to change the life of one woman forever, I will do it. <laughs> I will do the work. Exactly. <laughs> that is awesome. And that's kind of an interesting thing to think about is when you're putting in the work to provide value on Instagram and show up in your stories, there may be people on there that are following you that maybe will never sign up to work with you, but you change their life anyway. And I think that's what most of us are in this to do is to change lives. Exactly. Definitely. So while you're in your little community, which I love how you described your little community on social, what one or two tips do you have for the listeners about how to effectively build the know, like, and trust factor? Oh, you will hear Libby say this over and over and over again. Show your face. Talk to them. Show your, again, just show your face. You can start off with a picture and from there, talk to them like you're talking to someone you care about, your friend, and tell a story just because they don't want a robot. They don't want you to hide. I think about the people I've asked for help from, I've had conversations with. And that's how they will build that, know that trust, that like factor, and they will come to you. They will ask you questions and you will get the most dreamy ideal client you've ever, you've ever thought about just by doing that. I love it because they already know you. They know exactly what you're about. And by the time you talk to them or they want to work with you, they know what they're, they're in for because they've seen you. Yes. And don't be, I know that one thing is being scared to show your personality because it's scary. You think about, will people not like me? Will this be too much? At the end of the day, it's your community. You're the base and people who follow you will follow you for that reason. And the people who don't, who unfollow you, they're not they're not there for you. They're not, well, not, I don't want to say they're not there for you, but it's not the right place for them. Maybe another dietitian is for them. And that is okay. Because again, at the end of the day, you're just building your little community and helping people. I love that. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons people unfollow and we all know there's follow unfollows and it can be devastating when you look at your numbers and then all of a sudden you're 20 down you're like what did I do (laughs) but the truth is you probably did absolutely nothing and they're just following and unfollowing like you really have to let that go and just show up 
and be authentically you. And that's so important because the more people get to know you, the more they're going to appreciate what you have to offer and the more comfortable, the, the more they're going to trust you to work with you. Yes, definitely. So here's a question. Do you think you would have reached out to talk to Libby if she didn't show her face? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. Honestly, because it was seeing her face over and over again, that really, it helped me know her. Yeah. So I think that that is a very important thing is to show your face and she practices what she preaches and it works. Absolutely. So when you sign up for a call with her, you knew exactly what you were going to be talking about. You knew her. So it wasn't a surprise what she looked like. And uh, yeah, it's very helpful for sales calls for sure. Yes. So speaking of sales calls, can we talk about money? Like how much have you made and what are your goals short term and long term? Yes. So I've made about 4k, which that I never thought that would ever happen ever. But hey, it can happen. You just have to start. And my goal is to start some group programs and to be making 4k a month. So yeah, those are my goals so far. That's amazing. So your goal to make $5,000 a month with group programs compared to your clinical monthly pay. Yes, which, so, okay, my clinical story time. I lasted a week in clinical. (laughs) I lasted a week. I could not do it. Uh, So I'm also on the side of fitness instructor. So I just went full time that because I could not imagine spending every day. I knew I would have gotten stuck if I continued to stay in inpatient and clinical. Um, So I told myself, I was like, you got to get out now or else you're not going to because that's just my personality. So if you're a dietitian and you're stuck right now, just try to venture off a little bit and see how it goes. But yeah, so I lasted a week. That is amazing. I love that story. So who even knows what you would have made, but I will tell you that it is not $5,000 a month. (laughs) Oh yes. I remember that. Um, that Conversation. I remember during my internship, the clinical rotation. Oh, all those dietitians were trying to get raises. And I was amazed by how many times they were told no. It's heartbreaking and it's just a devastating situation. Uh, So with this money that you're making, can you tell me about that? Like, does it, what does it give you in your life? Financial security which I thought I would never have as a dietitian because of my internship, because of what I heard from all the other dietitians in inpatient and clinical and um, even food service. Uh, So that is something I never imagined I would have. And I am starting to build it. I'm starting to pay off my student debt, which was big because we all know we had a, I don't know if everyone here has had a year long unpaid internship, but we all have those expenses we have to pay off. And it feels liberating. It feels rewarding. And I am very thankful. That is awesome. Yay. So 
do you have a money story? Like, do you have any beliefs around money that from childhood or from life that, uh, that you've been able to shift? Yeah. So not talking about money and being scared to talk about money, whether that's with clients, with my family, because I used to be very private when it came to money. Uh, and that was partly because, again, my sisters were nurses. I was a dietitian. I went to school longer than them and they were making more money than me. So I felt really felt that, oh, you're low on the totem pole. And so that definitely shifted after Libby's program because it's all about your mindset. And that is something that she teaches you. And it really helps you when it comes to, again, sales calls, talking about money with clients and operating your own business. You have to talk about money. And it, at the end of the day, will make you successful and financially secure. So that's a big thing that has changed for me. That's big. So going from a history of just being afraid to even talk about money with your family and loved ones to now being able to just throw it out there on a sales call with someone you hardly know. Yes, definitely. And just being confident about it. Congratulations. And yes, Libby does great work in her Dietitian Boss program on money mindset. Yes, yes, yes. So can you walk us through your experience using social media to grow your business? Ah, something I never thought Instagram would be for. Uh, I definitely downloaded Instagram in high school and never could I imagine, I never in a million years would I see myself using this as a business tool. Uh, I just remember people would post pictures of a cat or just random stuff on Instagram. And now it's exploded into this tool to help you grow your business. And I think that is probably the most amazing thing I have ever experienced and learned. So shifting from having an Instagram for fun to business, it's a transition and it takes time, but it's an amazing one because you learn so much. That's so true. It's, I felt the same way. I, I was on Instagram because I thought it was fun. And I did post food pics because it was sort of, you know, I knew some of my clients followed me, but I honestly didn't understand why, how it could relate to business until I met Libby. So, so cool to be able to do something that you use a platform you really enjoyed just for fun and get paid for it. Yes, exactly. It's amazing. So what did your Instagram feed used to look like when you were in high school and through college? Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, so I had to start a business account because my personal one was pictures of my family and stuff. So I wanted to make it separate. And oh, yeah, the, the good old food pictures were what my feed cons consisted of. And that's pretty much, I feel like a lot of dietitians starting out because we don't know what else to post. So thank you, Libby. <laughs> so, that. so true. And then even then, I thought, you know, I followed Libby and I looked at, you know, her people and what they were doing. And I thought that I was doing a good job until I actually signed up for her program and realized that I wasn't even close. <laughs> I can second that. Wow. I, 
I could, sh- I could just, if I knew then what I know now, wow. And you can think you're doing it right, but there's so much more to it that you don't even know yet. Yes. So I, I will remember, say that. I remember listening to a podcast before I worked with Libby where the person said, you know, I was ready for Libby to just look at my Instagram and say, wow, you're doing everything right. Good for you. And pat me on the back and <laughs> not, not what happened. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's great. So sales, you mentioned sales calls and your money mindset, but now you are able to talk about money with your potential clients. How do you approach sales and how has your sales mindset evolved? They are not as scary as I thought. Only because at the end of the day, sales calls are sales calls. They are what they are. And as long as you approach them as a ca- I feel like a casual conversation mixed with business. Try not to put too much pressure on it and the outcome will be greater than you expected. I love that. Yeah, going into it feeling like desperate that you need to have them be a client and putting this heaviness on it, they would feel that. And just going in having fun and trying to help them is, a, is definitely a, a different way to look at it, isn't it? Yes, because I feel like as dietitians, we all just want to help. We're all, we're all just here to help. And if you show them that on sales calls, they're really, they're not as much sales calls as they are calls. So. Yay, I love that. They're not sales <laughs> calls, they're calls. Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> That's genius. So you are really good on Instagram. What advice do you have for someone who is afraid to show their face? I always say humility is a beautiful thing Uh, because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all not perfect. And people are going to love you for your imperfections. So get on your stories and just show people your life. Show people that they can trust you and that you're here for them. You're here to help them. And that is my advice because we're all here. And even other dietitians, I know it can be scary whenever you're entering this world of dietitians are on Instagram and they have all so many followers. Okay. Don't look at the followers because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter how many followers you have, but you think all these dietitians know what they're doing. At the end of the day, we take it day by day. And Yes, you're entering this world, but there's a place for everyone. And so just be you and bring what you have to the table and everything will be great. So true. Just basically show up and be yourself and don't be afraid of humility because it's beautiful and no one is perfect and no one wants to see a perfect story every time or a perfectly groomed person every time and yeah getting real with them so that they know what they're getting into when they're going to work with you is good and that's just really good advice because again I think dietitians in the public may have a reputation of being the food police or perfect all the time and all this and showing them that you're a real person you're a human you eat a variety of things you aren't you're sometimes you don't wear makeup sometimes your hair's a mess like it is what it is yes 
And I can tell you my hair was a mess and I don't wear makeup pretty much almost every day. <laughs> Me too. So I was like, guys, here you go. Hello, I'm here. Right. If you and I were on there and our story is perfectly coiffed every day, then we show up into our coaching programs looking <laughs> what we actually do. It would be a real shock. <laughs> like, wait, what's going on here? Who's this? Who are you? Yeah. So... What advice would you give to a dietitian who's just starting out? I would say don't be afraid to fail because you learn any misstep or any barrier that comes in your way. You only learn more about yourself and about the business world. So just get started today, whether it's a baby step of starting an Instagram or maybe, I don't know, book a call with Libby, honestly, because just do one step each day to get you closer to that. And that's all. That's my advice. I love that advice. Just like start, do one thing. And I love the advice to to get on a call with Libby because I wish I had met her three years ago. I wish I had started doing all of this three years ago and I would be a lot farther along in my business than I am if I had just invested in a coach who knows what to do to get your business going, it's invaluable. Yes. Yes, I waited. Wait, I waited. And I wish I did not wait. So <laughs> definitely. So what's next for you and your business? Um, so I'm just going to continue going. I know that I want to start those group programs and Yeah, the group programs are really on my mind right now. I think that's my main thing. And then just continue from there. Love a group program. (laughs) It's so fun and it's such a great way to leverage your time and also just to help more people. Yes, exactly. Yay. Well, it was so great to meet you. So fun talking. Tell everyone where they can find you again online. Food.peace. Dot nutritionist on Instagram. Yay. Lots of dietitians are going to reach out to you and I will be following your journey on social media. Can't wait to see you there. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.